And this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about reading on the loo, weird crushes and sweet or savoury treats. If you like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There'll be more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Well, hello there. Uh, Listen, it's really, really lovely to be in your company. Thanks for opening your doors and your hearts and your arms to us this morning. Um, hello, Mighty Bush. Hey, Mel. How you doing? Really, really good, mate. How are you? I'm very good. Speaking of opening doors, wouldn't it be great if we did a special show where we're allowed to go and have a look around all of our listeners' houses? That would be amazing. I'd have. A, I'd love to have a little mooch about, wouldn't you? Whose would you really like to see? Just any anyone who's got like a nice collection of stuff. Oh yeah. Like my mum used to collect Toby jugs. Oh, did she? <laughs> Toby jugs. Did she? They're, they're weird things, but you, Do know, you know what I've got a thing for actually. Go on. And I've started collecting them almost without realising it. Royal Wedding Mugs. Whoa. Andy and Fergie, mate, is in pride of place. Because you can get them. You can pick them up for quite a bit of cash. I know. You can spend on the back of a Sunday supplement magazine. I know. And because of the Royal Baby, um, there is now a Royal Baby mug, but quite cheap. Um, It's before the baby was actually named. Oh, really? So it just says, welcome to the royal baby, and it's got a little sort of fluffy unicorn on it. It's a bit generic, isn't it? It's a little bit generic. But that'll be worth so much money in the future. Exactly. And this stuff, do you ever serve food on it, or is this purely for decoration? So I've got the Charles and Di mugs, uh, which I do a hot beverage in. (laughs) Andy and Fergie, no one's allowed to even use because it's so precious. Really? And I've got quite a lot of Queen and earlier Queens and Kings. Have you got any plates? Any like royal plates? uh, Royal plates. I've got a Diana plate. I say earlier Queens. I haven't got a Queen Elizabeth I mug because that would be very, very rare. That'd be like a bedpan or something, wouldn't it? (laughs) A sort of metal, <laughs> metal pitcher, it's tankard, kind of wooden handle, or something like that. Yeah. Yes, but these things. I mean, heirlooms. We went around a, a, an antique shop the other <gasps> weekend. I love an antique shop. Love an antique oh shop. Gosh. And you kind of think you look around modern stuff now, and you think none of this is going to be worth anything in the future. In the olden days, you didn't have that many items, but they were all good quality. Yeah, weren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. You're it's absolutely shame. right. You're absolutely right. What's the most um, costly thing in your house? Do you think? <laughs> to all the burglars out there. Um, <laughs> Do you know what the most costly thing, and this is sad, is that we've just gone crazy with a big telly. Oh, I love a big telly. I've turned into one of those people with a bit... And one one further, we've bought a sound tube. What the heck's that? It's something that goes underneath the telly, like yeah. a speaker, yeah, and yeah, it means yeah. you can hear EastEnders about three roads away when you're on your way home. Oh, it's that's that loud. amazing. What about something inside your armchair? Like a woofer. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good, a subwoofer. I've always wanted one of those... Is it a lazy boy seat where you, you hit the arm of it and you slide back? Mate... So, so good. Oh, those cicadas, man. Yes. Don't they make you just want to, I don't know, just... This is going to sound awful. (laughs) Snog a waiter. Snog a waiter? Have a holiday snog with a waiter. So you're telling me that crickety sound that you get in the background of the Wham song makes you want to kiss a waiter? waiter. I'm just thinking about being abroad in my 20s and being a bit naughty. (laughs) Oh, I do, I want, can oh, I down, downgrade to just hug a maitre d'? I don't want to go the whole hog. <laughs> no, maitre d', that, that's, you know, that's going up a notch. Yeah, they can get your seats in different places. They amazing. Blooming can. Yeah. Uh, now, Bush, now, listen. Mm-hmm. So I need to tell you this. I've been wanting to tell you this all week. So this week, okay, it's been on my mind a lot. I suddenly thought, we don't dance enough. We don't do enough dancing these days. When did you last dance? Come on, be honest. Like, proper shake your rug 
on the booty type dance. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it might be Thank a you. wedding. It might be exactly. a wedding. Exactly. It's a wedding. It's a do. It's like once in a blue moon. It is. You're absolutely right. It's the 30, dying art. 30 years ago, we didn't stop dancing. Good point. Did we? No, they were all, that's how people used to meet each other. We isn't were it? always ruddy dancing. Like grandparents used to go to a dance and then you would kind of pair oh, up and, and have a date. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, exciting news. This week, I have discovered, I think, the perfect dance format. Perfect dance format. Which is this, okay. So it's called Regroovinate, which right. I love. Uh-huh. Um, and it's basically, I'm afraid at the moment it is women only, Bush. Okay, well, that's fine. So I would say come along, but you can't. Could do a Mrs. Doubtfire thing, just see if I can work my way in. Exactly. <laughs> Put the old pinny on and the false <laughs> nose. Good luck. Hope your boobs don't go on fire. Exactly. Regroovinate, it's about women getting together once a week, going into a space and just literally dancing for an hour. It's not a dance class. Mm. It's not a fitness class. Okay. There's no instructor. There is a DJ and you just go in and <sighs> dance for an hour. How cool is that? It does sound cool, but there are alarm bells ringing for you, Mel. It sounds a bit tie-dye. Is it a bit tie-dye? No. Is it a bit new age? No, Are there any crystals, healing, stuff like that going on? Do you know what? That's really weird. You said not a whiff of a crystal. No rainbow rhythms. No, it's more to do with get your best sort of T-shirt on, slash lycra, whatever you want to wear. You can wear tie-dye if you want. You can wear anything you want. You don't have to talk to anyone. You go with your mates, but you don't have to talk to them. You can put in for requests. Really? Yeah. And there's a website. Uh, if you go to regroovenate.co.uk, yeah. you can find out all about it. But isn't that great? So are they around the UK or is it just one regroovenate? Well, at the moment, it's in London, but I've got a little sneaking suspicion they're going to be spreading their dancing routes all quite, right. quite quickly across the country. People better sign themselves up and hopefully they'll do a fellas one at some point. They will do. We can integrate at the end of each term. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I can see that you're you're peaked by regroovenate, aren't you? Do you want you to peak me? You, you've told us something in the song that you didn't mention earlier on. And uh, what happens on your way into Regroovenay? You get a little, uh, let's say, the Polish national drink as you go in. Little snifter. Just one. Isn't that great? That's all you need, I think, just to get you going. What I like about it is that you go, you dance for an hour, you don't really chat, and then you get back home by 9.30. That's because my kind of night out. (laughs) For me, it's all about home time. Hello, sailor. Oh, ledge of ledge, cantering over the hill. Um, Now... Bush, I think you're going to enjoy drawing this because if you don't know, Bush draws what we say for the Ledger of Legend every week and what we say for the Ledger of Legend is something that needs celebrating that isn't normally kind of celebrated. Yeah, and by the way, if you've got something you think should be bigged up that doesn't get any attention, let us know about it. That's a really, really good idea. For example, we've had Oats. Yes. We had Alice Cooper. Coops. Nobody talks about Coops enough. We had the Pom Pom. Uh, we had aquarobics. We've had all sorts, haven't we? All sorts on there. Now, the thing I want to nominate today, Bush, I hope you agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. It is a remarkable pastime that no one ever talks about, okay. but we all actually secretly love. Reading on the loo. Reading on the loo. Isn't that a blissful thing? I'll read anything on the loo. Even so so I, I read the back of a deodorant can. Yeah. Sometimes I just wanted to just do a bit of reading. <laughs> Isn't it marvellous? It is marvellous. Do you ever take a book specifically in? To the loo to read. I've no, we've normally got a collection of stuff yeah. in there, which is yeah. quite good. I yeah. get sometimes I go in the loo just for a bit of a break. Well, this is it. Just for five minutes, isn't it lovely? So, and then my daughter started asking me questions under the door, which is y- nice as well. Yeah, like, oh, come on, sweet. 
great. Give us some I back. like reading poetry on the loo. Do you? I've got this brilliant book called A Poem a Day. Yeah. So it has 365 different poems. And you just catch one of those as you, as you sit on the loo. It's marvellous. I like the idea. I've, weirdly, I was just thinking about poetry the other day. I'd like to get into really? reading a bit of poetry. You never know where to start. I think it's World Poetry Month at the moment. Uh, okay. But I would like to start. Where'd you even start with a bit of poetry? Blimey. I'd go with a bit of Larkin myself. Love a bit of Larkin. Get stuck in with a bit of Larkin, Larkin. about. Hey. hey! I'd lob in a Shakespeare sonnet or two. I'd lob in a little bit of Milton, Paradise Lost. Right, okay, good tips. Call me old-fashioned. Uh, there's the ledge. I'm passing it literally and physically over to Bush, who will, in his inimitable way, mm. render a reading on the loo. Righty ho, tiddly pom 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 tiddly pom. Now, oh, this is great. It's a very long piece of paper. That this is quite intense, mate. Get your brain sharpened. Here we go. Uh, what's a better name for podcast other than podcast? That's great. Where did podcast come from to start with? What Presum- does it even mean? Well, presumably, it's 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 iPod, isn't it? it? Must be an iPod. Is that what it is? I don't know. That's a good point. That's probably where it comes from. Cast as in broadcast. Okay, so we want something technical mixed with something to do with uh, performing and transmitting to a large number of people. So I'm going to say, uh, what was the first thing I said? uh, Transmitting. No, oh, I've forgotten. (laughs) Something technical mixed with... Something like transmitting to people. Right, come on, let's give each other 10 seconds or five seconds. This will be be great for the podcast. Louise, can you shout the uh, countdown music for us as we go? You can sing it. Always tense. Was something really special happened then between all three of us? What have you got? What have you got, Bush? Mine are absolutely rubbish. I've got one. It's absolutely terrible. I've got one and a half. I'm trying to finish the second one. Uh, oh no, it's awful. You gonna? Which one are you gonna go with? Right. Okay. So instead of podcast, yeah. how about wireants? <laughs> wireants sounds like something you'd have removed in an operation. <laughs> wireants. Oh, I'm, I'm into me having me wireants removed. It mixes the wire, which is quite technical, with yeah. audience. Yeah. Wireants. Wireants. Check so, out our latest wireants. So coming down through the wires of technology to yeah. everyone listening, the wireants. <laughs> I like how you put an urban slant on that, Mel, as well. Terrible. You, go on, you go next. I've got chat bubble. <laughs> It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> chat bubble. Check out our latest chat bubble. Well, it's actually quite sweet. Yeah, it's like a little bubble of chat. Yeah. It just floats up out into the... That's what was your good. other one that you discounted? I'm quite keen to know. Okay. Talkatorium. Oh, my God, that's pretty good. I quite like that, lad. Talkatorium. Welcome right. to the Talkatorium. Talkatorium. It mixes talk with an auditorium. Yes. I.e. a big place to perform in. It's almost like Robot Wars. Welcome to the Talkatorium. I quite like the Talkatorium, lads. Yeah, I love get it. Get that on, get down to the old patenting office. Yeah. Office, yeah? Let's do it now. Talkatorium, but also put chat bubble in. <laughs> Wariants, I think we can probably leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll knock that one on the head. Good. Now, lads, we know it's April the 28th, which is my best friend Sid's birthday. Happy birthday, Sid. Happy April. birthday, Sid. Oh, she's a cracker. Do you reckon she'll get the bumps? You yeah. Do the bumps? Still do the bumps? 50 bumps. 50 it's, a, bumps. it's a lot of bumps, yeah. but yeah, get enough people, we'll be fine. Come on, man. April the 28th. We know that. We've said that. But Bush, 
What actual day is it? I know, it's bushes. Red letter day. It is Sid's <laughs> birthday on April the 28th. Sid. I have known her since I was 11 years old. She is Sid. Sid. <laughs> I just love that. Sorry. I love your backing vocal. Sid. Sid. Um, right. Bush, what day actually is it? You could buy Sid as a special birthday gift. Yeah, a man. Blueberry, because it's World Blueberry <gasps> Pie today. Is blueberry it? pie for Sid. So I've got three amazing facts about pies. Favourite type of pie, very quickly, before we get going? It would be savoury, and I would say one of those pies with the hard-boiled egg within. Pork pie plus hard-boiled egg. Can't remember what it's called. Picnic pie, I think it's called. Or is it a gala pie? Gala. Gala pie. I love a gala pie. Well, here's three amazing facts about pies. Come on, man. First of all, technically, everything used to be a pie. Oh. Originally, pie's pastry shell was designed to be used as a baking dish, storage container, and way to serve the filling. Wow. Even back to Roman times. Wow. Second fact, pies used to be illegal. Illegal? Kind of. In 1644... Oh, is it to do with tax? Well, it's Oliver Cromwell. Oh, yeah. He he was a right old blooming sour face Mm, or wet blanket, yeah. Apparently, Oliver Cromwell banned pies as he decided it was a pagan form of pleasure. Oh, for... Pete's ruddy sake. Give us a break, Ollie, mate. Yeah, man. Lighten up, will you? Cool. Yeah. Uh, final fact, Good Shakespeare fact, yes. has killed off two characters with pie. Right, hang on. Hang on. Uh, it's not uh, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, Poison got, Pie. No? I don't know who they are. It must be one of the weirder ones. Maybe it's Cymbeline or Winter's Tale or something. Quite possibly. We'll, we'll find out which Shakespeare characters were killed off with we, uh, with pie. I have to say, in our production of Much Ado, which is still on for a week at Kingston Theatre, Rose Theatre, yes. no one gets killed off in a pie. There's no pie killing at there's all. There's no death. Oh, that's nice. Actually, there's an implied death. But there's no real death. Uh, listen, I'm intrigued by those uh, Shakespearean pie facts. We're going to come back to that. Good. Mel G here on Magic. Uh, Bush, now, listen, this has been on my mind a lot. Really? How's your week been? Thank you for asking, Mel. My week has been uh, about telly. You know we talked earlier on about me getting a new big telly. Oh. i watching a lot of telly. Is it as big as the smallest <laughs> screen in a big multiplex? Like a sort of an Odeon 5? It's up there. Is it? It's, it's, if anything, it's too big. Have you ever watched like a reality TV series and you oh. think, their telly's too big for their uh, lounge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them. Yeah. Oh, one it, of them. Is it, domi- is it dominating the room? It's dominating the room, but I keep winding my other half Katie up by saying, and she's getting really wound up with me about it, but I can't stop doing it. I keep turning to her and saying, it's like being at the cinema, isn't it? And I keep saying it every day to the point where it's just, she's getting so annoyed with me. You could have some curtains. <laughs> you could have some curtains put over it so that it's not so kind of in your face. Like they close at the end, like in in yeah. cinema. Or they go a bit wider when the main feature's about to start. Exactly. Oh my God, that'd be so good. If you could organise that, mate, that'd be strong. The reason I want to talk about this is, I want to ask you a TV or film-based question. Do you ever have a weird, have you ever had a weird crush on someone that's oh. on telly or in a film? But like a TV character that you, people wouldn't understand why you fancy yeah, them. totally. It might be a cartoon character, it might be someone that doesn't exist. Absolutely. Mate, for me, it's all about Sam the Eagle in The Muppets. Sam the... Oh, right. I'm obsessed with him. What is it in particular about Sam the Eagle? He's so rigorous (laughs) and his eyebrows are so knitted and knotted (laughs) and I love uh, the blue feathers coming out of his wrists. He's very well kind of like um, turned out, isn't he? I love his voice. I love everything about him. I love what he stands for. 
I love his rigour. He's got good rigour about him. Oh, he's good, man. See, for me, I've been getting into the new Star Trek called Star Trek Discovery. Oh, Lord. Hello, nerd. Um, <laughs> nerd and, alert. And they've made the Klingons sexy. There's what? sexy Klingons in it. Now, I know we all talk about the Klingons as if we know them. Do you know what I mean? It's like the Borg, the Klingons, like we know them. Yeah. What does a Klingon look like normally? I think they, in the olden days, back in the first Star Trek, they all had like bobbly heads and weird moustaches and long hair at the back, but a bald patch on the top. And ridged, was it the ridged eyebrow ridge thing? Ridged thing on the nose. The ridge, ridge thing. Okay. They were kind of ugly. No, they weren't great looking. So what, what, what's the new improved Klingon look? What well, does it look like? There's a, there's a Klingon girl in it called Lorel, and I think, I, I think I've got the hots for it. Oh, hello. Right, Bush has just revealed uh, his new crush. It's a TV crush. She's called Lorel, everybody. And she is a Klingon from uh, Star Trek Discovery. New Discovery? Old Discovery. New Discovery. New Discovery. Sexy Klingon. Right, let me have a look at her, mate. Let's yes, actually, he he's passing a, a little picture over her now. Matey. Um, <laughs> Matey, she looks like a boned fish. A boned fish. How dare you describe Laurel like that? And there, there's there's a distinct uh, there's a distinct undead quality about her. Zomboid, mate. There's nothing I can see in any way attractive about Laurel. Look a bit she, closer. She's got lovely eyes. Absolutely lovely. You know the way cows and horses have got wonderful eyes. Yeah, she's mate. Got wonderful she's eyes. got great eyes. But look at the teeth. <laughs> That's a good point. Is she? That's Queen Elizabeth, mate. <laughs> Oh no, 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 no. She's got the ridgy forehead. She's got she's got a neck like mine actually, a sort of Venetian blind, slightly folding folding neck. No. No, 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 no. Would you want to kiss that? I would I'd give her a kiss. Oh I just think, gosh. well done, the, the makers of the new Star Trek Discovery, they've made Klingons sexy again. Um, and how does she it's horrid. It would be like kissing the bones of a fish. <laughs> You know when you've eaten fish for your lunch and, and you have a sort of bone with that horrid eye looking at you? Oh, yeah. be, it would be like kissing that. To be fair, her outfit does look like the side of a, of a freshly eaten skate wing. Doesn't you know it? when you have skate in yeah. a restaurant? Doesn't it? And you've got to like scrape it off with your fork. But that, does, that I'll be honest with you, that picture doesn't do her justice, but she's got wonderful eyes. She really do, has got wonderful eyes. Do an impression of her. How does she talk? There is a problem with that as well, so she would need to speak English because I'm not learning Klingon. <laughs> do you do you speak any Klingon? But she can speak, be honest. You're I, amongst friends. I don't do Klingon. I don't speak Klingon. I mean, we've got enough hurdles. If we were to get together as a couple, I know obviously currently I, I am with Katie and we are about to have a child, so that <laughs> does complicate things. But she would need to speak Klingon. She needs to drop the whole bone outfit because that's not going to look good. Is Katie jealous of Laurel? Has it got that far? Can I be honest with you? She doesn't know about Laurel. Oh, <gasps> she will after this. Yep. You see, this is a weird thing. I love Sam the Eagle, as I said. Yeah. Uh, my husband is very like Sam the Eagle. I was going to say that, and I didn't want to... I've only recently met Ben, and I didn't want to just His come eyebrows, out saying, the eyebrows. He has got the eyebrows. I know, and he's very rigorous about stuff. He is, he is. Oh, I love Sam the Eagle, Aww. and I love Ben. Oh, boosh. Boosh. The mighty boosh. Here we go, question from the office. Oh, hello, sailor, come on. Come on. Mel. Yes. That is me. Savoury or sweet treats? Savoury. You think savoury? Yeah. I think as you get older, uh, the buds uh, of your tongue, i.e. the taste buds, as yeah. they know. Have you ever seen your taste buds? It's really weird. If you look at your tongue too Horrid. much, it's disgusting. It's a bit Klingon, actually. It's a little bit Klingon. Isn't it? It's all ridged. I wonder if Lorel, the Klingon's got a ridged tongue. I bet you'd like to find out. Oh, now steady on. I, I didn't mean like, it like I that. I bet you'd like to 
Yes. Didn't mean it like that. I bet you'd like to compare tongues with Laurel <laughs> and then say, ooh, let me just place my tongue on your tongue. What <laughs> uh, about the savoury sweets? Bush fancies a cling on, bush so what fancies if I a do? cling on. So what if I do? Just marry her. Go on, if you like her so much, just marry Laurel. Well, why didn't you marry Harold the Duck or whatever it is that Sam you like? Sam the Eagle. Oh, Sam the Eagle, sorry. Get it right. <laughs> Harold the Duck. Harold the Duck. That sounds like a <laughs> terrible character. Hi, I'm Harold the Duck. Harold the Duck would be really sort of unfunny, wouldn't he? I'm Quackers, and you can smell it. He's been drinking. <laughs> oh. I'm completely Quackers. <laughs> and, and he might have tra- sort of tracksuit trousers. Dirty on. tracky bottoms. <laughs> with his you, yellow feet. You know when men wear ripped bottom tracky <laughs> bottoms with uh, smart shoes? And you say, what are you doing? That's disgusting. <gasps> oh, mate, that's Awful. Awful. That's a what shiny showbiz shoe and then a tracksuit bottom. Tracksuit bottom. And then a sort of corduroy jacket. Yeah, really. All, just all ill-fitting. Oh, mate, I can't deal. That's Harold the Duck, isn't it? That's him. I think you need to draw him. I love pretending I'm a backing singer with headphones on. I just love it. I could see you in Band-Aid. You know where you got your hand, hands on the headphones, that oh, kind of singing? Stop it. Was there any particular line that you'd like? Um, the Bitter Sting of Tears, probably. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That Sting sang. Oh, yeah, was that which on Which I always thought that must have been because he was called Sting. Must be. Possibly. Yeah. Um, enough of that yep. and that frippery and nonsense. It's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Hi, Mel. It's Claire here. I'd like to sunbathe topless in my backyard. Is that too much? Claire, never sunbathe unless you're wearing a tweed bikini. A tweed tankini will do, or a tweed one-piece, even better. Do not show off your baps, my dear. It's very, very naughty, and one of your neighbours might see, and that might cause complications at the Residents Association's meeting. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Nathan. Uh, So, are socks with sliders okay? Nathan, you know me. I love a slider. I love a sock. That's all I'm going to say on the matter, Nathan. We are now best friends. I love anyone in a sock and a slider. Nathan, good egg. Sock and slider. Mm, Lovely. Next. Hey Mel, it's Mikey. Um, is it okay to drink Baileys in the summer? Mikey! I think Baileys really should be kept for Christmas and only once. I only like to drink Baileys on Boxing Day Eve at 4pm. That is my prescribed time, Mikey, or Michael, as you should be known. Put your Baileys away, you silly man. You can't have it in summer. It's a, it's a lascivious, thick cream-based drink. You don't want to be drinking that in summer. Have something light, like a good Campari. Goodbye. Ah, oh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Hear more larks and silliness like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.